Did you know that vision structuring is one of the most impactful medium of achieving success for your organization? Through that too, through having really deep bonding with your team, your suppliers and customers. Now in this particular episode of podcast, I'm going to break it down into eight different components of an impactful and sure shot successful business vision. Now things, uh, you might have questions like, how do you have a, how, how do you have a clear vision? What is the importance of having a vision and setting goals? You know, why do you need to know and live your vision? How many years of vision should be, uh, should I really look out for? And all of this should be caught into or tracked into your vision tracker. So, and, and the things that you really need to know is how to set the principles, the context, the clear point. And all of this um, is going to be uh, given to you through my workbook resource, which you can download um, in this podcast. So, especially now, this is really important for you, the vision and structure of a vision for someone who's waiting to really get started on structuring your business towards success, you know, or someone who's looking towards entrepreneurship journey whilst doing your job or contemplating of opening a business, this is going to be the best resource for you. So take notes and let's get it. So hey, this is Priscilla Kambara here. Thank you so much for tuning into the episode of Entrepreneur's Freedom Vision. So first, let me tell you the principles of what are the real principles to have an impactful vision you know so what are the eight um, uh, steps of having the uh, how to structure an impactful vision in eight simple steps so uh, before I head on to it I just want to give you three uh, main principles that you really should have to have an impactful vision so Ultimately, you know that the vision has to be larger than you. That's the first principle. You know, that your vision that you're going to serve and bring to realization through your product and service as a larger picture on the planet Earth. So if your vision is that which is bigger than you, people know why you exist. They trust you. They know you better. They want to come to you for more and more and more. So if your vision is simple and clear and will not change in the next 50 years then that's good that's the vision larger than you like for my business my vision is entrepreneurs freedom through business re-education yeah alpha thames vision is enriching lives every day through their retail services so that is going to be the most important factor the second principle is clarity what is the exact goal of your business clarity leads to power Everyone understands you. Make sure that they know what your goal is. The third principle is always start with the end in mind. Know what your common goal is. Most businesses really do not have a common goal. They have a financial goal. But financial goal is a reward to you. It's a great reward to you. Your team, they do not much care. Your team, when they say, I want to get my boss new distribution rights. I want to get my boss to get a new office. You know, the team wants to add meaning. They're not motivated by the financial goal of the business. They are motivated by achieving something great, not just by remuneration. They are motivated by being a part of your achievement. So everybody can win by winning that goal. Everyone is rewarded by that goal uh, being attained by the entire team together. So 
that's what it is so you when you know what's the end game also i want you to write down the date when you will have the finished date have it work so you don't uh, really have a targeted date that means when your business starts working in an autopilot mo- uh, mode then you are good to know oh by this date my business starts in an autopilot mode that's the um, end game only when you know what you want out of that business will the business be able to do or able to achieve your outcome out of the business so remember you are the owner you got to build that business that gives you that now what's it going to look like when you finish what's the result that's going to be what are the outcomes from it now when we are clear with these three principles uh, now you want to know how do you get to crystal crystallizing that vision it's never that you as a owner do not have the vision it's that you do not have it written down and some sometimes you know you simply don't agree because you sometimes forget the purpose you started the business for or you come across some shiny objects that distract you and and many other such circumstances and i want you to invite you to a discipline that will solve that for you as a business owner and that is by just having eight simple steps okay and i would have these eight simple steps by asking questions on this all eight simple steps so the and how you get to these eight simple steps is not just by your gut feeling no but you really do your market research you do survey with your customers and prospects you ask your team members and leadership team you ask your family members friends so once you come to an agreement with everyone's needs you see the pain points you have the real questions that your uh, industry faces you, will you have a crystal clear vision to take it to the organization so here are the eight um steps the number one is first step is core values you and your team needs to answer what are your core values what are the three to seven characteristics to find who you uniquely are as a leader owner and as a company culture how do you come to these core values step number one list three people if you could literally clone them and would they they would lead you to market condition you know these people can be those from your team or from your industry and you can they would lead you to market domination okay that's the step number one list three people if you could clone them would lead you to market domination step number two is go over the names and list the characteristics that these three people embody you know that could be uh, highly committed you know highly focused uh, things in abundance you know growth oriented compassionate whatever that could be think of the characteristics that these three people have then step 3 is circle which ones are truly important and rule of thumb for you and they should be just between 3 to 7 remember your core values should be between 3 to 7 then step 4 is just don't conclude with that go out and have a group discussion debate with teams family members prospects and decide which values really really belong and are truly core to you truly core to you right so that is your core value the second step is your core focus what is your company's sweet spot okay what is your true core where do you excel and the idea is to agree with your team make sure you're not dabbling into some shiny stuff in his book the eight habits stephen covey has called the core focus as the voice jim collins in his good to great has called it hedgehog concept 
So how do you build your core focus? Step number one, why does your organization exist? And what is its core purpose? So write your purpose. So purpose in three, two words or three to seven words. Don't make it long. My purpose is nothing but entrepreneur's freedom. Someone's purpose is nothing but customer delight. Do not make the purpose very long. The step number two is what is your business niche? Do one thing and do it better than anyone. Your niche should be really simple and you need to really stay true to it. So your purpose and your niche in what you specialize in should be your core focus. Step number three, what is your five-year target? Five-year target, what is the overriding goal you're working towards? It could be 10 years, it could be 20 years, but you got to know what is it that you want as a big goal that is a finish line that you're all working towards. So how do you achieve? How to set your five-year plan is ask your team or ask yourself, how far would you like to look? Five years, 10 years, 20 years. And then what should be the revenue size at that point? And once that is confirmed that everyone is motivated by that, your accountant, your salesperson, your marketing team, your family, make sure that it is a smart goal, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. So you will know the right goal when you have it. You are going to really feel this is what it is. I've pinned it. I feel satisfied. It will create passion, excitement, and energy. Step number four is marketing strategy. What is your marketing strategy? This is, we are agreeing on who is our ideal target market and then building it to a micro niche, niche clarity and micro niche. So what are the three uniques, you know, that there are, uh, that are there that we are selling and telling to the world it should be included in your marketing strategy, yeah? What is our proven process for doing business? So which marketing strategy literally worked for us? Is it webinars? Is it ad selling? Is it, what is, what's happened? Okay, is it referral? What is our proven process for doing? So that's your marketing strategy uh, for doing business with our customers. That's important. And the third is what is our guaranteed pledge or promise to that customer? You know, our customer's fear is taken out of there. Their minds are put at ease when doing business with us. So that is about the marketing strategy. These steps is how you come out with a marketing strategy. The fifth step is, what is your three-year picture? This is painting a picture and then what is the revenue? What is the profit and measurable goals? And then five to 15 bullet points of what your organization will look like in three short years. Now, this is based on, of course, your historical numbers, market conditions, competitors review, market appetite, and all of that. But all I'm saying is that it has to be more realistic in everyone's opinion. Your sixth step is your one-year plan. What is the revenue? What is the profit? What is the measurable goals? And then what is the three to seven most important things that must get done in the year? That I am talking about is your priorities, okay? And you need to have that agreement with your team, your family, whether this is right to get it done. Number seven or step number seven is now that you've got your one-year plan, narrowing down to the ground and boiling it to what are your big rocks, which is to be done in 90 days for the quarter. So three to seven, you and your team must get down to points in the next 90 days to make that your one-year plan a reality.
okay so where to put on track for the three-year picture and ultimately the five-year planner reality now these big rocks are your priorities it cannot shift these are your precedents your priorities in and and remember in normal organizations it's normal to battle for resources time and attention so it's not just to, to think that it's only me who doesn't have money it's only me who doesn't have a team it's normal to really have that tension there will be tension but when you've finished setting your rocks your priorities and all the dust has settled you should be united on what objectives really take precedence in the coming quarter so in the coming quarter it could be number of leads number of sales number of phone calls uh, number of hiring could be anything make sure that you do not battle everything in the following quarter do not make everything a priority and accomplish nothing so just have specific things that you want to uh, achieve in the 90 days and then by setting rocks every quarter as a team you will get considerable more traction and be able to reach your goals and last step that is number eight is what are your issues what are your obstacles barriers ideas opportunities that we look to the future it's a good idea really to really to honestly and re- admitting to yourself yeah what are the issues that you will be facing the issues will all come when your team is saying but what about we can't do that because or john won't buy into it because so keep making this issue list it's um that list ha- making that list is uh, is to continue until you know truly that it has become a habit make it a discipline to add it to the list because you won't avoid it you will confront it with steadiness and a plan will be created if it's documented it or you will even accept it you know it's not going to be converting into a fear so uh, the mindset of creating an issue list now you've answered all the eight questions or you've heard of all the eight steps to get your vision clear and complete and when you write this down literally sit down and write down you're going to be feeling like a lot a lot has been done so use the workbook you must work the detailed workbook that i have and this workbook is drafted from a format from a book called traction which is a gino wickman's traction and i use it um as a bible across in the us in dubai uh for my clients uh, uh and it works really well towards commitment and accomplishment of successes of the businesses so that being said hey i'm signing off this this is priscilla kambara and i look forward to your five star rating for this podcast down um i would really highly appreciate that and i look forward to sharing my future episodes bye bye